If I can, you learn one thing from this podcast, it's that I am an exceptional rapper and that <laughs> you should not ever, you never bring a lake crusette to a secondary location. <laughs> got a facial i drank red wine (laughs) i got my covid booster just in time oh wow you got your covid booster am i not supposed to be drinking wine with my covid booster probably not you can have wine with your covid booster i i don't know i guess um i just i feel for you sore arm do you have well listen no it's fine listen here's what i'm gonna say the wine helps uh, it's windy here. I'm like, like it's win- I'm a little. It's windy here. Is it really the Santa Ana wind? Is it really here? Yeah, I can't with those fucking Santa Anas. Boy, <laughs> boy, if there's one thing I don't miss from LA, boy, oh, boy, is it those Santa Anas rolling in, just stirring up dust and drama and fucking allergens. Allergens, and- yes. Leaves. And sinus infections and yes. all kinds of things, bringing about like weird feelings. And then somebody inevitably is going to tweet it's earthquake weather, which it's uh, not. It's just the fucking Santa Ana winds, guys. Take right. it easy. Right. You got a sinus infection away from the Santa Ana winds, though. Shocking. I know. So I, I did. I mean, my first, sinu- really. Yeah. Really, my first since. Uh, Sinus surgery of 2019. Yeah. 2018. Your sinuses have a bad attitude. It was 2018. Yeah. Guys, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Wait, I want to tell a story about your sinus surgery. (laughs) Yeah, please do. And then we need to talk about Thanksgiving because I, in my uh, facial tonight, had like a, I had a thought about like, well, anyway, okay, continue about the sinus surgery. So the sinus surgery, you got a sinus surgery when we were just ramping up to do Busy Tonight. And then you came and whispered to me, Michelle Williams is getting married and I I have to be there for the wedding. I have to like duck away for a couple days. But you were like, but it's like private and they're not saying anything. So just... But like, just take care of it. And so I told everyone you were getting another sinus surgery. <laughs> and I felt terrible because I was like, everyone will know soon enough. But everyone was so sympathetic toward you. I don't know if anyone ever knew that she got married to that one to that guy. Oh, <laughs> did it ever even come out? You know what? You were a good secret keeper. We kept the secret. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying it now. No, I mean, people knew she, I think people, no, she talked about being married to him in a magazine, Vogue, maybe something, yeah. a magazine. Yeah. The one where she's on the cover and it's really beautiful. Her hair is like kind of goldeny color. Yeah. Well, she's always beautiful, but, um, know, but it's like greenish tones. Yeah. Anyway. Um, no, she did talk about it, but that, but you did I mean, listen, here's the, the pitfalls of working for a entertainment gossip network. <laughs> Is that I was, I was scared. I was scared that it's yeah. going to ruin things for my best friend. And, um, and you really, you really came up. We, we didn't even tell Eric Gurian. 
I think I told him that you no, were you getting didn't. another. Oh, I didn't tell him. I told people. You didn't tell you him to- about. No, you didn't tell him about oh, the wedding. Oh, I didn't tell him about the wedding. No, I told him you were getting sinus surgery. Because one thing about Eric Gurian, big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Loves to tell he, people secrets. Loves to tell people secrets. Here's what I'll say. I'll turn that insult against our friend Eric. It's not into an a, insult. Into a compliment for gossip. me. Uh, it's a compliment for me. I will take a fucking secret to the grave. You will. To you the will. grave. I know but that comes about, from yeah. like, I mean, I've worked for a lot of famous people and they have a lot of secrets. <laughs> and I've worked with a lot of famous people and there's just like secrets, you know, they don't want people to know. We all have, about but their- wait, just that's, but this is so fucking nuts, Casey. People have secrets. Yes. Everyone. So, yes. Stars, stars, they're just like us. They're just yeah. like us. We all have fucking secrets. It's that people are we, interested in celebrity secrets. People are interested in everyone's secrets. People are interested in gossip, period. That's like the thing that's so fucking fascinating to me. I was just having this conversation the other day on set because, oh, fuck, why were we having this conversation? I can't remember what it was, but I was like, I think that like gossip is essentially like, very much tied to like our patriarchal indoctrination because gossip by its very nature pits women against other women. Yes, for sure. And it's like totally ridiculous and unnecessary. And yet we like all kind of like, it is a real, for a lot of people, it was for me for a long time. It was like a real, like, I wanted the gossip on everyone. I wanted to know the tea. <laughs> and then it's, you get to a point where you're like, what? Everybody's got to be able to live their own fucking lives. Like, and I don't mean celebrities. I mean, I mean, I wanted the gossip about everyone. Tell me yes. everything. Yes. Because it means you're the alpha if you have all the information. Oh, interesting. It comes back. It comes down to that. That's what I here's. Guess. Here's what I can say about gossip. Yes, I think at its most toxic, it pits women against each other. It's always hilarious to me too when you know. I mean, talk about patriarchal. Like it's the oldest trope in the world that like women love to gossip, and it's always like a man telling you that. And I'm like, you're gossiping right now, sir. Oh, men That's, love gossip. That men is love what gossip. You were- but men, gossip men benefit more than- from gossip. Right. But yes. men benefit from gossip and women do not. Right. So here's what I'll, I can say about myself in gossip. I think that this is controversial. This is a controversial thing to say about gossip. I think that because I'm just a student of people, like I just enjoy people and I enjoy their stories, I think that gossip sort of fills that, not that need for me, but I appreciate it in that way. I find gossip to be really, depending on what it is, sometimes I think that things people are gossiping about, it's very endearing. Like I find Mm -hmm. it very endearing about the person that's being gossiped about. But if it's really like rough stuff, if it's really rough stuff, I'm always the nerd that's like, this is none of our business. We should stop talking about this like an after school special. Can I just say something right now? Yes. This is not an ad. (laughs) If I could teach Gina, like one of those dogs in a commercial, to go to my refrigerator 
grab me a June shine and come back. <laughs> I think she would do it. I think I would she pay. Wa- I would pay. How much would I pay for that? It's for real. How much is that worth? I mean, is it a one-time payment or is no, it no, no, no. A, a per? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's a one-time a payment. But no, no, no. It's a, it's a one-time payment. Wait, Gina. No, she's chewing on the cord to my computer. Okay. Oh, That's, you don't, Gina. No. Yeah. Hold she's on. She's gonna on. electrocute Gina, her little no, self. No, 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 no. no. Oh, Gina. Mm. So I don't. I think it's out of the question. I don't think. You know what? I think the answer is there's no amount of money we could pay. Right. Because Gina's not capable. Yeah. She's Gina. Don't go chasing waterfalls. That's right. That's right. We're not going to chase waterfalls. Not today. Not Thanksgiving Day. Not the day that we give things. (laughs) Is that okay? That that song, Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls, isn't about about Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think it's about Thanksgiving. (laughs) I do do think. I don't. It's not about. I always interpret it to mean that, like, you shouldn't chase after things you can't have. Because, like, you could easily catch a waterfall. You know, if you wanted to chase it, they don't run away. It it actually would be more like don't go chasing rainbows. Yeah, I don't right, know. You can never catch a rainbow. I don't know. But what that's is- not, I don't like the way that sounds. Don't go chasing rainbows. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, okay. Well, wait, wait, wait. No, no. Because then we have to think of lyric. Oh my God, Gina. Oh God, she's tangled up in my cord. Hold on one second. She's tangled up in my cords. Obviously, no one is going to the fridge for me. No. Um, because the second line makes it clear. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you that used to know. Or that you're, that you're used, used to. to. <laughs> no, not that okay. you used to know. That so you're it used like, to. So it's like, don't, like, don't think outside your box. Right. I don't like the message right. of that song now. I don't know. I for some reason I think it has to do with like <laughs> HIV or something. No, that's because there's that, a there's a no. It wasn't no no no. Um, there is one verse that's about okay. HIV. That's about like a guy who's like, oh no, a girl. Precious had a natural obsession with temptation, but it. You guys, this is all from memory. I'm not googling a thing. Wow. <laughs> Wow. What? And then and then one day you she went and took a look in the mirror. He took a look in the mirror and he didn't recognize his whole face. Three letters took him to an early grave. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. No, so it's like about a guy who like can't stop having sex with prostitutes and gets HIV. Sorry, I don't mean to Ooh. laugh during that. It just is like the intensity of the messaging it's very with, intense with just like the metaphor a rad pop song yeah that, like as a banger that we all have like grinded to in our teen years that is true that is true well if don't go chasing waterfalls made anyone think while they were grinding then i guess it's a win what i mean what did it make me think though well, just keep it to grinding. <laughs> Don't go chasing beyond grinding. Um, what was your epiphany about Thanksgiving? It wasn't an epiphany. It was just like, oh, why okay. are we still doing this? <laughs> <laughs> like, haven't we gotten rid of everything else? Please, can't we just change this fucking shit? Like, it's just so weird to me. And also, then I was curious about this 
as I was getting my facial. What do you think the percentage is of white Americans that actually can like trace their lineage back to like pilgrim days? That's a good question. Because why are they holding on to this? <laughs> it's it's one of those things where I think, I mean, by the way, I can trace my lineage back to pilgrims. Same. Same. I'm related to Miles Standish. I'm descended from Miles Standish, supposedly. I don't know who my I don't know who Miles Standish is, but okay. He's I like uh, the head pilgrim. Uh, he's, the, he's the head pilgrim. Then you got, you know what? You got a lot of smallpox blankets on your hands, lady. I don't think um, he's the head pilgrim. He's just like a pilgrim guy. But um, I think that people probably could trace their lineage if they were interested in it. But listen, obviously people do check. Like my mother, I get, do you want to know the updates I get from ancestry.com on the regular Oh. New content has been added to Ancestry.com in your family. Like my mom is on, she's just there on there constantly. And my mom has like a whole thing. And she's like, well, I have to check this fact, but then I have to double check it. And I got a great lead here from this guy in Michigan. And he blah, 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 blah. And then this thing happened here. and But then I double checked it. And we are not related to the Earl of so-and-so from the second house of Duke and blah. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, cool. I guess. <laughs> like, You're not into it. You're not well, into the genealogy. No. Here's what I'm interested in. And I think is fucking cool. Generational trauma. Interesting to me. Like things that get passed down, like, um, patterns, huh? Hoffman Institute, but like things that like you can run a direct line from the way that you're, great 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 grandparents were to your great great grandparents to your great grandparents to your grandparents to your parents in how they chose partners where they ended up living what they ended up doing with them you know like all of that stuff and like um stories like i'm interested in that like the real real you know what i mean but like gossip <laughs> gossip <laughs> i want to know the fucking gossip about my family i want to know the gossip this is a great topic of conversation on this, the most holy day. <laughs> for Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. I'm not, I'm not trying to be an asshole, except I am a little bit being an asshole. <laughs> no, um, but I, I agree with you. I feel like Thanksgiving obviously has a terribly problematic origin story. It's terrible. It's probably very painful for a lot of our yes. native american friends it's Indige- a national all of like the indigenous peoples in north america i mean and possibly south america i mean i don't even right and central america and maybe south america i don't even fucking know because i don't know the history because i was it's taught whitewashed, whitewashed yeah. history and like and even the history that i've like tried to get into myself i'm like <sighs> i <sighs> a lot yeah yeah terrible and it's fucking terrible it's a lot and i think it's like treated as a national day of mourning by many indigenous people but like why can't we just change it to like national family day yeah like uh like free period you know i think it's i think it's like yeah it's like or rainy day or rainy day schedule and when in 
Yeah. In elementary school when you had rainy day schedule and then you just like sat in your classroom at lunch and you played heads up seven up. Yeah. And like it was always kind of fun because it was like different. I think it should just be, honestly, it should be family tradition day. I'm calling it, guys. Okay, we're gonna have to brand we're, it better. We we're have like to an bra- episode guys. of Arthur. Do you know that? <laughs> you know the Christmas episode of Arthur when like Baxter I don't know Bunny. what Arthur is. Ar- Arthur the Aardvark. Oh, Arthur. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I thought you were like for some reason talking about Dudley Moore, and I was like, I don't oh, understand. No, what that I'm not is. that sophisticated. Arthur I don't was a, rem- big, I don't, a big I don't deal mean, in this house. Oh, Ar- Arthur was like on his way, his adorable way out, basically yeah. when Bertie was a baby. So I get it. I, I get it. I don't know Arthur that well. There's um the Christmas Oh my God, episode. wait, wait. Sorry, wait. Just got to interject one second. What? Before we get into Arthur, which I know is yeah. very important. It is. People love Arthur. Yeah, he's an icon. He is an icon. I do love Arthur. Um. I wrote to my mom, are we tied back to pilgrims? Okay, I just texted her while we were chatting. And then she wrote, yes, just found a possible Mayflower. Many came before 1700. Mom. Mom. Oh my God. What if you're related to Miles Standish too? What if we're like cousins? (gasps) Should I just write Miles Standish? Find out. Um, question mark, question mark, Miles Standish, (laughs) question mark, question mark. My mom's going to be like, well, busy. No, but Miles was on the boat. And I was like, okay, Jesus. But, um, wait, so what happened if our ancestors were like friends on the Mayflower? That'd be cool. Um, well, we can also just make that up. Yeah, that's true. That is true. (laughs) We could just say whatever we want. That's so true. (laughs) Um, in case you can't tell busy and I might be like having some beverages it's yeah. a holiday yeah except for, i have to wake up at the crack of fucking dawn to get on a it's true peacock it's true. and get windblown anyway just to close the arthur loop yeah the christmas episode baxter bunny his mom and dad were divorced his mom was very pressured um like mom rabbits are sometimes to give him a perfect christmas and she kept fucking everything up and like uh waking him up on the wrong day because she Wait, was this like is christmas or thanksgiving christmas christmas but there's a whole oh, musical okay. number it, there's a whole musical number in the arthur christmas special where baxter's like mom relax it doesn't have to be what it used to be. It doesn't have to be high stress. Let's just have Baxter Day instead of Christmas. And so there's like a whole fucking song about how great Baxter Day is. And it's adorable. And I bet uh, people who are religious hated that because they're like, it's about the birth of Christ. Oh, Christian people must hate the Arthur Christmas special because they're celebrating fucking everything up in there. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Baxter Day, Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, it's so funny. I found this um, mezuzah for our new house that I really want. And I texted BB, Emily BB, best friend, Emily BB, whose birthday it was yesterday. Happy birthday, Emily. Happy birthday, Emily. Um, and uh, I was like, if you wanted to get a housewarming present, this is the mezuzah I want because I'm not Jewish, but you know, Emily right. is and she can get the right prayer rolled up and put in there, whatever. I thought it was a good, anyway. And she was like, oh my gosh, you're going to have a mezuzah at your new house? And I was like, yeah, of course I am. And she was like, that's so nice. I was like, why wouldn't I have a mezuzah? Why don't you want to cover all your bases, people? Do you know what I mean? I mean yeah. I'm just saying a prayer for peace within your own home, why wouldn't you want to put wouldn't that you up want that? at yeah. the doorway? Yeah. Oh, wait, my mom has more. Now she's okay. texted me a fucking monologue. 
Okay, let's hear it. I wrote Miles Standish and she wrote, ha ha. Mm. And then she said, no. And I say possible because I haven't firmed up the connection. And there were maybe a couple of people with the same name. So I'm not sure if the ancestor connection is correct. And I'm not sure if he is the person that was on the Mayflower. So I do have to confirm both of those things. I'll get back to you. (laughs) I love it. Here's what I'm going to say about Barb Phillips. What? She's like doing, she's doing the work. She's doing the work. (laughs) A lot of parents. My in-laws I mean, are into genealogy. Her. Yeah, she she's, you know, my mom's been into genealogy. She put me in like a Facebook group of some English family named Ashby that we're related to. Um, I knew a girl named Ashby. Oh, really? Her first name or last yeah, name? Yeah, it was her first name. Oh, interesting. Ashby is also a town near where I grew up in Massachusetts. Hmm. All interesting. All interesting. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, so my pitch is thus. We don't, let's just make it the American family holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we just say it's an American family holiday tradition? Or does it have to be American? I don't, I mean, they have Thanksgiving in Canada. It's in October, I believe. Because it's not a big deal there, though. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I guess not. I don't think it is. I mean, I, I've worked in Canada before where it's been Canadian Thanksgiving, and it's not like yeah. it's not like it is here. Like, people shuttered well, their doors. You know what I mean? They're much calmer about literally everything That's than true. We are. There's just so many, there's so many uh, fewer of them. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, more people equals more agita. Yeah. yeah. People were, I just want to say, I don't know if it's like the impending holiday or what the fuck, but people on the street today in New York City were like on one. Like people were like getting in fights. I saw like multiple <gasps> people screaming at each other. Oh my God. Tensions were high is what I'm saying. Oh my God. My dog's gotten a fight too, but that's like every day. Yeah. They hate each other. Maybe they need some like CBD, <laughs> some weed. They need, you know, something. They need something. So so anyway, whatever. It doesn't have to be American. We don't have to even put the word America in it. I just think, why don't we rename the fucking holiday and and then in teaching it, this is my biggest issue about it, in teaching it in schools, instead of telling this like bullshit story that then at a certain point has to be rectified or isn't and then even worse right yeah we can talk about the origins of thanksgiving were originally x right i guess like whatever but upon (laughs) reflection further examination but upon further examination the story of thanksgiving was was like realized to be a fairy tale Total bullshit. But this is, I'm talking about like if we were writing this in a school, in a book. I want it to say total bullshit. Okay. I mean, you could, it could. I would be okay with it, but some people wouldn't. But anyway, remember when Birdie swore and and the and the head of the school was like, this was years ago, guys. And the head of the school, I was like, well, what, what did they say? It wasn't 
uh, Bertie wasn't they then, but what I'm saying they now yeah. in retrospect. Okay. What did they say? And they explained the situation, which was that Bertie had given a presentation and everybody clapped except for these like three kids in class who were supposed to be Bertie's friends and Bertie called them bitches. And then I took a long pause and I was like, but like, that's pretty fucking bitchy. No, (laughs) like I kind of feel like that makes them bitches. (laughs) And and like another school was like, um, ma'am, they're in fourth grade. And I was like, yeah, but you know, Till I kind of feel like a fourth grade bitch called it. Yeah, that is rough. I mean, I mean, that's never... bitchy not to clap, you know? Yeah, yeah, you can call it whatever you want. But yeah, the the real problem is the not clapping. Like you can exactly. say that was mean or you can say I'm not saying you're a bitch. I'm saying what you did was bitchy. Like I always right. Like, when people are like, I'm not saying you're a bitch. I'm saying you're acting like a bitch right now. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I mean, where do we I mean, where do we draw the line? Well, apparently they just drew it at swearing in school. But I was like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes a bitch got to be called out. You know what I mean? <laughs> ah, that's so funny. <laughs> Uh, is it? Well. Anyway, um, <laughs> wait, should we try to fix the lag? Okay. <laughs> I think it's pretty, I think it's better, weirdly. Yeah. I'm sure Your mouth just, was like lagging. I'm sure it's just internet problem. <sighs> God, well, it's the night before Thanksgiving, all through the house. Everyone's oh. on the fucking internet because they're all trying to jack off in their parents' house. <laughs> Um, I literally have an apron on right now. I was cooking like one second before I came in. To that's talk cute. To you. We're not cooking at all. So you're not. No, because you, you have to go be in the parade. Listen, I'm in a parade tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I am on a peacock. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to tell you something. I'm wearing a hot, pea, a hot piece. I am wearing a hot piece. It's a hot pink one piece. Like okay. jumpsuit. Okay. That'll With be a mask that like attaches to it. <laughs> okay. That'll be very festive. I don't fucking know. I didn't know what to wear on a peacock. What do you wear on a giant peacock? They let you pick your own clothes or Yes. Okay. I I'm don't not know. like hired like a like a person holding the string or something. No, I know, Casey. but I thought I I was like, are they making them wear costumes? And like featured from the show? talent. Yeah, of course. Of course. Mine kind of I'm not gonna lie, mine kind of looks like a costume for the show. Okay. So yeah, you know. It's like he can I tell you something? If I was in charge of the peacock Always. and the parade, I probably would have I would have dared to ask, would you guys come in character? Because I think it's good promo for the show. I would have loved to. Well, I'm basically coming in character. I know. That's what I'm saying. You're like, you're doing the work. I think we all kind of are coming in character. Except for maybe Renee. Because Wiki would wear something insane. And Renee is definitely not going to do that. She wants to be warm. Right. Which I get. yeah, I get it. Well, I hope you have a great time. I, you know, as I know, I 
I despise those balloons. But I had many fun years of working um, on Thanksgiving on Broadway at the Ed Sullivan Theater uh, because we used to do the Late Show with David Letterman on Thanksgiving Day so that people could come after the parade and also probably so, you know, people could, people avoid, could avoid their families. families. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably. I don't know. Uh, for a gossip. fact. But it was, it's gossip. It's gossip. We love but, um, gossip. It was always fun. Every year there'd be like some weirdo at the at the Thanksgiving dinner, whoever was the guest on the show. Um, um well that's fun. Yeah, it was it was not not fun. And we always well, had a sumptuous catered meal. But I like to cook, so I know you do. I like to cook too. I just was like not interested in not the, this year. This year yeah. it's like first of all, this like rental kitchen. There's no <laughs> This is going to sound insane. There's no garbage disposal. Mm. Do you know how hard it is to like clean dishes with no garbage disposal? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. It's like insane. I mean, I never had a garbage disposal until not too long ago. Yeah. I'm sorry. What? What are you talking about? You didn't have one in Connecticut? Yes, you did. We had one in Connecticut, but then for the longest. But like my whole life prior to that. Okay, but then you were didn't know any better. Once you have one, you have one. <laughs> but that was my first time. I didn't have one, one when I was like in my twenties either. Right. But That's like what I'm saying. Then you get one, but then you get one and you're like, oh, I'm never not having a garbage disposal. I understand. But how do you think what how do you think your mom cleaned the dishes? We had uh, actually we did have a garbage disposal. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean in my own places, like in my 20s growing up, I didn't have them and I was fine. I mean, or it wasn't fine, but I was like, ugh, but I dealt with it. Yeah. And then I've had one and it's like, it's a real great invention. It's a revelation. Why does your apartment not have one? I don't know. That's weird. Maybe because the apartment is trying to poison me. Guys, we've talked about it before. We'll talk about it again. Healthcare for women is unnecessarily complicated, especially birth control. That's why we love the pill club because you're never going to have to make a trip to the doctor, wait in line at a pharmacy ever again. They provide access to care from the comfort of your own home. They deliver to your door in discreet packaging. That's the best because it's nobody's business but your own. Listen, it's a birth control subscription prescribed by a medical professional, delivered straight to your door for free. The Pill Club carries over 120 FDA-approved brands. Most brands of birth control are free with your insurance or Medicaid. Otherwise, prices start as low as $7 a month without insurance. Just $7 a month without insurance. That's cheaper than buying condoms, guys, FYI. The Pill Club delivers birth control to your door for free along with fun self-care gifts, and goodies. And their licensed medical team is just a text away to give you the best reproductive health care. So I don't know about you, but I'm saying this is streamlining a service that we all, most of us, a lot of us need and love. Many of us need and love. And this is the best part. Right now, when you go to thepillclub.com slash 
Busy Phillips is doing her best. The Pill Club is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every Busy Phillips is doing her best listener who becomes a patient. That means your donation is going to help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's thepillclub.com slash busy to get your first birth control care package and donate to help more people in need of affordable birth control. I mean, I love this. This is like one of my favorite offers that we've gotten. And also, I just want to say this. Birth controls, while it's called whilst it's called birth control, not just about birth for a lot of people. For a lot of people, this is like if you have polycystic ovary syndrome, if you have if you have really painful periods, it's worth checking out what their medical professionals have to say to you. Maybe there's some help, maybe there's some relief. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but luckily the pill club has them. A whole team. So, a whole team. <laughs> so remember thepillclub.com/busy and you must use the link to make a donation. I got to tell you something. I'm going to tell you a real life story that's about me and Foria, but it's also about my friend and Foria, which is this. I gifted a friend of mine some Foria after we had been discussing how they had been having like sort of painful sex as they got older. Right. I have, oh, no, 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 no. And it's really a bummer and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, allow me to give you some of this product. I wasn't expecting to hear feedback. I really wasn't. I was like sort of just like, I was just like, oh, hey, I brought that thing for you when we met up the next time I saw them. Give it a try ski. You know, Foria makes amazing products like the Awaken Arousal Oil and their sex oil. And it helps you experience better sex, pleasure, orgasms, and... Anyway, my friend, I got feedback is what I'm telling you. Okay. I got like... You got notes. I got immediate, like, three days later, hey, I got to tell you something. (laughs) That is no joke, that stuff. It was... It's changed everything. I was like, whoa. That's so great to hear. Yeah, I love to... I love to hear it. Anyway, used together, Foria's Awaken Arousal Oil and the Sex Oil are the perfect combo for peak pleasure. Don't take my word for it or my friends. Take your word for it through me. Your own word for it. Take your, your own wor- word for it. <laughs> take, your, your, take your own vagina's word for it. You'll hear your words when it's happening. So you have our permission to try this. We fully endorse you to go ahead, treat yourself to more deeper, fuller, pleasure, wherever you can find it as often as possible. You can start with a bottle of Foria. Foria is offering a special deal for our listeners. You can get 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com slash best or use code best at the checkout. That's F-O-R-I-A wellness.com forward slash best for 20% off your first order. We recommend the Awaken Arousal Oil and the Sex Oil. And, you know, listen, like my friends, and this is like, this is a very true story. <laughs> I'm truly, it really is. You're going to thank me later. 
Um, wait, I thought I had other things to tell you. I had got the booster today, and I drank too much wine. Josh also and got I his booster. He was he was feeling rough. Lincoln's sick. Uh oh! I hope it too. doesn't hit me. Mm-hmm. Really? Tomorrow. What Shit, if you, you guys? What if I get sick? On, what if I get sick on the on the float? Oh my god! Because so far I feel fine. Yeah. What am I gonna do? This was like everything I do in my life, a terrible fucking decision. It's oh, a good dis. It's a good decision. It was just not the best timing. Timed poorly. Yeah. Hey, you- maybe that's more accurate. Like everything I've done in my life, it's a good decision timed poorly. Yeah. You just need, I feel like you need a second set of eyes to be like, oh, see what you're doing is like a great idea. Let's just do it this day instead of this day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like mm-hmm. a, like a, a, a guardrail to stop you from getting a vaccine right before you're about to go up on a float. Well, I did. I had, I was my own four eyes, extra set of eyes. And I did, and I did contemplate postponing. And then, you know what I thought? Like having a baby, there's no good time. There's no good time. It's true. And I just mean in my life, in my life, there's really no good time. I have no downtime. And I don't mean that to be like, I have no downtime, guys. No, no, no. But like, I literally don't have, because we're going, Mark's parents, you know, haven't been doing well. And we're taking the kids to see them the day after Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah. So I don't want to be sick from a booster then. Right. I have to come back and go to work. Right. I don't want to feel like shit on, I honestly thought, I'm just going to lay out my thinking for you. Yeah. I honestly thought, that maybe I will feel like shit on that float. Mm. But isn't it going to be terrible to be like, like slash, isn't it going to be cold and windy anyway and I'll feel weird because right. it's a thing that I've never done before. And B, maybe I'll have like adrenaline. Like adrenaline will get That you will counteract yeah. any like aches, pains and like feeling gross. Yeah. And yeah. also Advil. Yeah, this all sounds like, it seems like a good- <sighs> plan. I don't know. I just really don't want you to vomit on live television, but also if you do, that will be totally viral. Who vomit? What who vomits from the booster? What are you talking about? I don't know because you're gonna be like on a float getting bumped all around. Mm. I don't want to do that. I don't want to throw up on live TV. I'm more concerned. Can I tell you something? I yes. am more concerned about what if I have to poop. Yeah, that's a real concern. Cut a hole in the float. Well, why? Here's what, here's my question, my real question. Why don't they put a little porta potty inside the peacock? Yeah, yeah. That should be or a bucket at least, like a camping <laughs> toilet. <laughs> I mean, what were those things called? Like stadium stadium gals? Do you remember those many years ago? Oh, so you could like pee in a urinal or something. Yeah, yeah. Stadium <laughs> yeah, gals. Well, Paula and I really have to pee all the time. We're mm-hmm. cut from the same small bladder cloth. Yeah. Um, and that's, it's going to be cold. Why did we not fucking get this? 44 bucks in stock, stadium gal. A lady shouldn't spend her time waiting in line at the ballpark. The inconvenience of having to get up 
move over a row full of strangers' legs and creep through mounds of half-eaten food and spilt beer. To find a bathroom and wait in line isn't worth it. It's just not worth it, Casey. Where are you supposed to piss Once in again, this we've thing? we've adapted a product. <laughs> Wait, listen. They've, a pro- they've <laughs> adapted a product that's already been used in the healthcare industry. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you catheterizing yourself? The pouch's non-latex contains an odor barrier pouch film. At the bottom of the pouch is a convenient strain that connects to the leg bag system. <laughs> Worn on the inner calf. It's one size fits all, cut to fit one's knees. Now, listen, I've definitely, like, I've had friends who've had to, like, you know, you've had to, like, had to be catheterized or have bags or whatever while to pee. And this is literally, like, a cup that you put over your cooch. Yeah. Pee is going everywhere. Like, I've had a catheter before. It's a very efficient means of getting urine out of your body when you're unable to urinate. Um, right, when you're like, yeah, when you're sick or you are yeah. in the hospital or whatever. Yes, where but it wouldn't is, be. This is literally. This is literally for. I mean, this is legit for people to wear. It looks like a condom, kind of. To which that's to, stadi- to like to like stadiums. Yeah, so you can just like stay in your seat and pee. Which I just feel like I don't. I don't feel like it's foolproof. I don't feel like it's foolproof. Like a catheter works, you know. Guys, but also, why didn't we get a fucking portable toilet to just put inside the peacock? Now I'm really. Honestly, you just need a bucket and a toilet seat. I'm wearing, I don't, I don't Some know. Some sawdust. What is Go Girl? Go Girl female urination funnel with extension. That's for urinal. Yeah. Go girl. You, you go, go the, girl. Which I don't, that I don't understand because is that just so you don't have to sit down? It, like you're going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. You still have to go to the bathroom or is it so you can just pee standing up like into the woods or whatever? I really have taken a journey here on uh, Stadium Pal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I am going to I am gonna cut and paste and send this to my friends in Girls 5 Eva and say, guys, really feel like we missed an opportunity here. Yeah. You could just hit REI and get like a bucket toilet tonight. I mean, I don't know why we wouldn't. Just sneak just, into the inside. We'll cut a hole in the peacock. Does we'll peacock want you to poop your pants on live TV? <laughs> Do they know Is about that my good, IBS? Is that a good promo for Girls 5 Eva? For the show? Are people going to want to watch the show once I've pooped my pants? I mean, it's have like you ever wondered that? reason why I wouldn't... What? Like, if you pooped your pants publicly, like, what would happen to <laughs> your celebrity? <laughs> I mean, we're literally talking about it already, like as if it's something that has happened. I know celebrities that have shit themselves. I was going to say, I mean, I'm not going to probe too deeply, but I'm going to assume that a lot of people have pooped their pants. I know people. I used to have um, a coworker that had also IBS and he said that he pooped his pants like 
two times out of five on the way to work every week. And but well, that's, that's intense. He always had a very entertaining story about it, and I appreciated his sense of humor about it. But um, yeah, you know, it happens. It literally happens. But I would think that. You would want to, knowing that one of your cast members had IBS, (laughs) you'd want to do everything you could to avoid it. Just like a little door, open a little door in the peacocks. But they didn't, I mean, yeah. I mean, really, now I'm really, really regretting not getting. It's a bureaucratic problem, right? Like who's responsible for making sure Busy Phillips doesn't poop her pants? I'm not going to poop my pants. Guys, don't worry about it. Let me ask you this. Do you think anyone who ever has publicly pooped their pants thought that they were going to? I'm not gonna sneak I'm not gonna try to sneak a fart out. I'm not nothing's gonna I'm literally gonna like um just clench the whole time. Mm-hmm. Two my, hours of clenching. My uncle tried to do a joke fart at his wedding and pooped his pants. <laughs> That is actually really funny. He pooped his rental tuxedo. No! Yeah. And one of my other uncles had to give his pants to my uncle the groom and then just wear like some other pants that that vaguely matched their tuxedos. So yeah, no definitely no joke farts. Not that that, that's not a big that's not a big bit that you do. Not around no, me. It's not anyway, my, it's not my go-to. Not so it's not far. My it's not my go-to. Not so far. No. I mean, listen. I think it's going to be fine, and I honestly feel like it, how fast is that float going? If it and how many Starbucks are on the route? You know what I mean. You, Worst case scenario. Okay, I will keep a good thought for I'm you. I'm not afraid those, of a public bathroom. Those crowds are thick. Yeah, but I'm going to be like, I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> I'm wearing a hot pink flamingo outfit. Let me through. I got to perform Famous Five Eva in hopes that more people will tune in. Oh, my God. Ugh. I'm concerned. I am concerned. I actually did even think like, Ooh, should I wake up early tomorrow? So like earlier than I even need to just to make sure. Walk around Target first. That's when I always have to poop when I go to Target. At Target. Yeah. And I think there's something about Target that makes me have to poop. So that's my advice. Does it get you, does it make you nervous? I don't know. I'm like, is it the smell of the popcorn? Is it, I don't know what, Mm. but um, something about Target, always have to poop there. So that's my advice. Get up early, take a lap around Target, get it all out. Okay. I mean, that's not going to happen, but yes. Target's not open on Thanksgiving. That's the tragedy. Truly. Target has said that they're not going to be open on Thanksgiving anymore. So you're fucked. If Target changed the name of this holiday, everybody would fall in line. I agree. I think so. Yeah. They should call it, what did we say? Family, family, Yaladay. So, so even people without families. It's a Yaladay. It's a yellow day. It's a, it's a, but it could be, it's like families, family is family, whether you make it or whether you're born into it. Right? True. Yeah. I think that's true. Although some people, I think some people are reluctant to make family. So 
to anyone that's out there. Make families? Yeah, to like, you know, to make their own family. Like, they're not necessarily like cool with their family, but they're also like, for whatever reason, shy or feel like they don't have a lot of people in their life. I know a lot of people that are spending this day alone Mm -hmm. and kind of just chilling and flying under the radar. So if that's you, hi. Hey. I mean, I got to be honest, float aside, I'm kind of chilling and spending it under the radar a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I do know what you mean. (sighs) (laughs) You just lost steam. I lost steam. I lost steam. (laughs) I lost steam. All right. Well, it was... Kind of like a what? I feel like there was a there was a lot. Um, the Kyle, like, did we, we no? Because we had our experiment last week. Yeah, I was gonna say like we had the Kyle Rittenhouse um, verdict. Thank you. I was gonna say result, which is just that's well verdict. Yeah, which was I just like I don't know. I mean, I the whole thing was so fucking embarrassing from start to finish that judge and like all of it was insane that it felt felt like like a sham it felt like a sham and it felt very clear like well this yes this is obviously right this kid's not gonna like listen if if there had been a trial where they had followed the letter of the law and had gone about everything so professionally and precisely and had reached the same verdict, I think I'd be like, okay, that is not the verdict I was looking for. But like, I understand that sometimes the law doesn't provide for, right. you know, the exact right. the letter of the law. Right. 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 right, right. right. Like there's a version in which like the letter of the law works in favor, I guess, of a fucking insane, like, like psychopathic teenager i guess yeah right I, I don't i can't imagine where yes. that would ever be true but that like he enjoys constitutional protections or <sighs> whatever but i think that the way that that trial was handled i didn't see any way that it could have been like adjudicated is that how they say mm-hmm. adjudicated sure. fairly and uh yeah it was just it was brutal and then today so uh, yeah and and i will i will maintain as with abortion rights in this country as with like many many injustices in this country i'm not i will never be shocked but i do reserve the right to always be fucking devastated by it and always be like sad and fucking bummed that this is because i do feel like i can't even imagine i don't know yeah. Yeah. How much worse it is for my friends, some of my friends. And I just can't, I don't know. It's fucking the worst. It's the worst. It's the fucking worst. It's and just that kid with that shit eating grin on his face. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. You know, that's, that's the thing. And, and we just go down this road over and over where people are like, well, one of the guys that he shot was a bad guy. What it doesn't matter because. Kyle Rittenhouse is not the judicial system. No, he's so not. that's that's the point that we have to stop falling for these red herrings when people make themselves judge, jury, and executioner. Kyle Rittenhouse didn't know who he was shooting. Guys, he wasn't Dexter. 
Right. Exactly. Exactly. So he didn't, he didn't know the history or the past of anyone that he just knew that he was shooting people with opposing viewpoints to his. And, and so then we can argue the points of the case going forward there. But like, I really, really hate that. I don't even know. It's like just a trope of like digging up someone's past and talking about why they deserve to die because they were imperfect. And it's like, that's a totally separate issue because no person, no police officer, no teenager has the right to make themselves judge, jury, and executioner of no. anyone. That's what no. our legal system is for. And right. when it works, then great. But I just feel like in this case, it did not work. Um, in the case of the killing of Ahmed Opry all three of those pieces of shit were found guilty, which is, I guess, something. It's, I mean, again, like people were saying today, it's not really justice it because justice would be for Ahmad Arbery to be here. But, it's not, yeah, it's not justice. Yeah, but at least <sighs> someone's being held responsible for their appalling actions. Mm-hmm. And I mean, truly, at least, at the very least, it's the least. At the very least. That we can do. (sighs) What else is going on? No. I kind of want to eat pumpkin pie, but I don't have any. Oh, no. Do you like pumpkin pie? Do you love it? You know I like, you know I like pumpkin pie. Oh, Mr. Beast released his highly anticipated Squid Game video. Fuck, I know what I'm doing tonight with my kid. Do you know who Mr. Beast is? I've talked about him. I don't know who Mr. Beast is. Who's Mr. Beast? Okay, he's the fucking best. I'm obsessed with him. At first, I hated him because he just screamed at me like all the other YouTubers. But then I I started to understand what he was doing. And now I fucking love him. So basically Mr. Beast was this YouTuber early on in the vlogging world who started to monetize his shit like early on, right? Sure. And he decided like like a fucking rich kid, but I don't think he was a rich kid cuz he's like it doesn't seem like he was born a rich kid. Okay. But he decided he had the idea, he was smart enough to have the idea that like Okay, I'm monetizing this shit. So what I'm going to do is like take that money and just put it back into my videos and like do these even crazier, bigger, more expensive video shoots. Okay. The production value is super low because, well, not super low, but like it's gotten better over the years, but fairly low because it's just YouTube. He has like kids editing it, you know, like friends or whatever editing it. It's not like a whole production. It's all, there's no lighting. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like very bare bones on the production side. But then he started doing these like crazy things where like, so, you know, these YouTubers get paid like a ton of fucking money, right? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cause they get advertising or whatever. So he was taking that money and then he was like doing challenges, like setting up really intricate, wild challenges and 
offering like huge cash rewards for things and like hired a bounty hunter once to try to find him like a high, like a high stakes hide and go seek oh, video wow. <laughs> That's pretty where funny. if the bounty hunter finds him, he gets a hundred thousand dollars. But if he doesn't find a hundred thousand dollars, but if he lot, doesn't find yeah. him, he doesn't fuck, he doesn't fucking get it. And like, and then like, and he built all these cast of characters around him that then like became their own YouTube video personalities. And some of them are on Twitch now, like Carl Jacobs guys don't, Get me started on Carl Jacobs. Anyway, this is, I've turned into Bernie Silverstein. I don't even know what's happening. I'm a fucking teenager. But he like puts together these like, it's just so cool. He does, he, he's, he just has this brain where he's like, what would be like the most fun, weirdest, coolest thing? So he put together the real life squid game with 456 people. Oh. And, but people aren't killing each other but thank goodness but they thank god i'm like so excited to watch this video i can't wait wow wait somebody posted i watched the mr beast squid game right now i advise you to enjoy youtube as it currently is take it in because after the squid game video is posted youtube will never be the same again (laughs) like he's like he's like it's just it's like very, I find his shit very impressive. Like he like ups the ante constantly. Yeah. Yeah. And then like his, and his theory was always like, if I continue to up the ante, like the views will come and then I'll be able to like do it more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think and that's... so he does like crazy, he gives, he's not wrong. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't been wrong yet. I think this Squid Games thing is going to be fucking insane. It's probably going to be wild. All of these kids that people are like, these kids make millions of dollars on YouTube and TikTok and whatever. And like people are really derisive about it. But you know what? Every kid or young person that makes millions of dollars or by doing makeup tutorials or anything, you know what they did? They stuck with it and they did the work. They do the work. They're busting their asses every day to make this content and making it when only 10 people are watching it. And then when 10 million people are watching it, yes, you do make You can make a lot of money. So it's so funny because Birdie and I were going through the Twitch stream. There was like this Twitch streamer hack like a couple a month ago or a couple months ago where they were releasing like what all of the Twitch streamers were making. Yeah like the top 100 or top 200 Twitch streamers or whatever. And she was telling me like one of the guys on the list that was like in the top 50 and was making, I mean, six figures, like, like high six figures. Okay. This kid. And she was like, at the beginning of 2020, he had, um, like 150 followers at the beginning of 2020. It's incredible. I mean, there's this girl I've been meaning to talk to you about. She does makeup videos. Her name is Michaela Nagara. She is from Massachusetts. She has the thickest Massachusetts accent. It feels like home. It like, I just can't, it's so funny. Like my husband hears me listening to her videos and he starts cracking up, but she started doing this like a year and a half ago and she has 8 million followers. And she's like making a living doing it, just talking about eyeshadow and shit. And I really love her because she is just like. Why aren't we filming this for YouTube? 
<laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. I love this girl, Michaela Nagara. I don't know if you're listening. Maybe you're too busy, but I love you so much. I always comment on your videos, just like some weird older woman being like, like an old weird you. old mom. Yeah, just being like, I love you, Michaela. You're so great. Now. She has such a sweet, sweet heart, and she's so positive. And I just really love her, Mr. Beast, Michaela Nagara. Hats off to you both. Uh, if you want to come on the podcast sometime and talk to us about how you created your your personas, I would be so interested. Listen, I got to tell you something. I want to talk to Mr. Beast. Yeah. Unfortunately, here's what I'm going to say. I feel like I fucked up because I've like... <laughs> been watching Mr. Beast videos for so long. I've ordered Mr. Beast burgers. I like for my kids. I haven't eaten them myself, guys. Full um, disclosure. Wait, how do I spell her name? I can't find it. I think it's like M-I-K-A-Y-L-A. Oh, she from TikTok? Yeah. She's, she's TikTok. TikTok, Instagram, uh, Facebook. She's TikTok. TikTok. I, want, I need to get back on. I need to get into TikTok. We should make a TikTok for the podcast. Okay. That's really cute. She's got like a cute voice. Her voice is I so cute. It. It's like my dream to have dinner with Josh Gondelman, Jen Kirkman, and Michaela Nagara and just let our full accents out. Oh, she really goes for it with this makeup. Wow. Yeah. She, she does just like really bold looks. Wild looks. She's really honest about her product reviews, but... She's just so positive and lovely and genuine in a way that I don't think a lot of people uh, who do that kind of thing online always are. Uh, she's just really loving. But then she has this like thick Massachusetts accent that sounds like she's like working on a dock. And it's so funny to me. Wait, lip filler update. She got lip fillers. It looks good. One hour after getting my lips done, I absolutely love them. <laughs> Over the moon ecstatic. <laughs> I absolutely love them. I can feel the bruising is going to be a thing. Um, okay, she loves them. <laughs> anyway, now I love Mr. Beast. I love Michaela. Why did you say you think you fucked up with Mr. Beast? Because you waited too long? Yeah, because he just did this thing that's like so fucking it's going to be this is going to be like the hugest thing that this is true. I do think this is going to be a thing that like anyone like no one who ever people who never even heard he has millions and millions and millions of followers going to be a obviously. huge star as but now I, feel, I literally feel like like he's going to be like like on Seth Meyers or whatever. You know what I right, mean? Right. Right. Like yeah, this is Fallon. like his this is he's going to be on Fallon. He's fucking going to be on I'm going to be on Fallon. No, he's going to be on Fallon. And I just feel like, I just feel like this is, he, Mr. Beast is legit someone yeah. that had we still had our show. <laughs> we would have invited him. He would have, we would have booked that guy. We would have booked yeah. Mr. Beast for, for a block three. Just like not a main Don guest guys. Just Dante Colley. three. Remember when Dante Colley came on to dance with us? A hundred percent. We love to remember. I was, was obsessed with him. <laughs> we just loved him. We loved a viral video star. TikTok didn't even really. It wasn't even TikTok really did like not a thing. exist. It wasn't even really a thing back then. No. It, it would have been 
We could have really utilized TikTok to, you know, well, is that a show? A TikTok talk show <laughs> where we just have people from TikTok on a talk show. I'm sorry. I just fell asleep. What? What? Rude. <laughs> <laughs> June shine. Was that good? That was beautiful. I was all right. It was, was very right. simple, but beautiful. The simple. Yeah. You know what I love about June shine? What? I love a few things. Number one, I had to take antibiotics. Yes. Recently, because I had a sinus that sinus infection. Yeah. And then I'm like, I take my June shine, and I have a delicious little drink. Yeah. Only three grams of sugar, low carb, but it's full of probiotics, which is what you're supposed to do. If you're taking antibiotics, guys, you know you're supposed to take probiotics as well. Not at the same time, not with your antibiotic. Right, after In between your, yeah. or after and to get that gut health back up. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? I love how delicious this drink is. I'd rather drink a June shine than take a probiotic pill, yeah. to be honest. And I love the taste. Also, they have this new flavor, prickly pear margarita. I'm on board. I love it. That's, I, that's so it's up my for alley. you. Yep, it's up my alley. I love alley. The, the grapefruit Paloma. It's so refreshing. Mm. And just knowing that like my digestive system is so temperamental. Yeah. That... Yeah, I that's a good way. Like, that's a good way of saying it. That's correct. <laughs> you know, and I just feel like every time I want to enjoy uh, a beverage, I think of like what are the repercussions. Anytime I want to enjoy something that I'm that I want to eat, I'm like thinking eight hours, twelve hours down the road, what's going to happen to me? And so with June Shine, I can just enjoy that beverage, not worry about it. It's going to actually improve what happens to me in eight to twelve hours. I agree with that. Um, and I also think that it's a great beverage to bring to someone's house for the holidays or like a holiday party because yes. it's a little bit different. It's very festive. And let's face it, like people are going to be needing to take care of their guts after the next few mm -hmm. days. That's right. And I get it delivered straight to my doorstep because June Shine has nationwide shipping. So guys, this is the time. The time is now. We've worked out a special offer for our listeners, 20% off plus free shipping site-wide, we recommend trying one of their best-selling variety packs. If you're not familiar with June Shine and this is your first purchase, it's a great way to try all of the delicious flavors. So go to juneshine.com slash busy or use code busy at your checkout to claim the deal. That's J-U-N-E-S-H-I-N-E.com slash busy. June Shine can also be found in over 10,000 stores across the country now, including Whole Foods, Safeway, Kroger, and Publix. But if you buy it there, we don't get credit. Oh, he licks. He licks mattresses for the good sleep. <laughs> that Sometimes was you can't sleep. And you think it's other things, and then you throw away your mattress, and then you get a Helix mattress, and then you realize it was your mattress all along. <laughs> that one, pretty good. Pretty That's good. a good one. It was very. That was pretty good. It was very Broadway. I was feeling Broadway. Yeah. In my Helix mattress, I'm just feeling real 
confident that if you have any issues sleeping, and honestly, if you have like weird body stuff when you wake up in the morning or you're starting to, or you're like in one of those modes, because this was what was happening to me before my Helix mattress. I was like, I am old. Yes. I'm old. I'm old. And like, why, why, why do you think that? Why do you feel old? I don't know. It's just like my body hurts. Like every part of me hurts. Like I just like can't even get up anymore without it just like hurting. Now we know I have my knee issues, but I will say switch to the Helix mattress and guess what doesn't hurt? My lower back, my shoulders, my arms. We're always so quick to blame ourselves. And the truth is, when's the last time you switched out your mattress? And I do want to say that is a thing you forget to do. Yeah, because it's, you know, it's a sizable investment and it's a big decision. But that's what's so great about Helix is that they make the decision really easy and you're going to wind up getting the perfect mattress exactly for you. Yeah. Another thing that's amazing about Helix um, is that it's not like other mattress places that you can get mattresses from because they have different mattress models to choose from. Soft, medium, firm mattresses that cool you down if you sleep hot. A Helix Plus mattress for plus size folks. And you take a little quiz and you get matched with the right mattress for you. Yeah. Um. And I have to say, it's incredible. They nail it. And I know several people now that have gotten Helix mattresses because of me and you and, <laughs> and, and us. this podcast. And this podcast. And I, every single person that I've talked to that's gotten one has been like, I love that mattress. I love that mattress. So guys, Helix is amazing. You don't have to take our word for it. Helix was awarded the Number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. Um, Go to helixsleep.com slash best. Take that two-minute sleep quiz. They're going to match you to a customized mattress that's going to give you the best sleep of your life. There's a 10-year warranty. You get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They're even going to pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. It ships for free. It arrives to your door. It's super easy. Listen. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash best. Treat yourself to a good night's sleep. You deserve it. Why do I feel like this headline, I'm just looking at, I just opened Twitter. Why do I feel like this headline has been a headline every six months for the last 25 years. This Sandra Bullock story about Keanu Reeves confirms he is the sweetest ever. Why do I feel like yeah, that's just... every six months for the last 25 years, that has been a fucking headline in entertainment? Come yeah, on, what happened with Keanu? Because they also like, he also said that he was like spiritually married to Winona Ryder. Is he? That's I, good. Good for him. I don't know. I mean, is that, can that be true? And I'm like, listen, w- I'm spiritually married to Harry Styles, right? <laughs> I'm kidding. I just I'm was like, when, when did he say this? What did he say it in reference to? But I couldn't even get to the bottom of it. And I was just like, I don't even know what Keanu did to like stir up the waters to get like in the press so much, but I'm happy for him. He seems great. Have you ever met him? Keanu? Yeah. No, I saw him. I've seen him a few times IRL. From afar. Well, close, pretty close up, but he's he's pretty 
pretty special. He's a good looking man. I have seen. He's him pretty special. Well. He's just like he's Keanu Reeves. <laughs> he's a real yeah. fucking movie star. He's a gent. Did you watch that? Th- did you watch that thing that um about Tick Tick Boom that Andrew Garfield the interview with with Stephen, Stephen Colbert. Colbert? Did you watch yes. it? Yeah, it was. Ugh. Did you cry? I cried. Yeah, I mean, he's just lovely. And also like knowing Steven's background and his painful losses in his life. I don't I know his it. painful losses in his life. Oh, he lost some family members in a plane crash. On September 11th, 1974, Colbert's father and two brothers nearest in age, Paul and Peter, were passengers on a plane making a short flight from Charleston to Charlotte, North Carolina. The flight never made it to Douglas, crashing three miles shy of its intended runway on a hillside covered with cornfields. Aw. I know. So he lost all his brothers and his dad? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I didn't know that. Yeah. So just like seeing that, it made me really emotional. Well, that's one of the reasons I I also think Stephen Colbert is like a special performer because I think that, I don't know, it's like Molly Shannon, same. She has like tragedy in in her life, in her background. And I think that there's something there that you can almost see you know, in their, in their performances that they're, they're so in touch with their humanity because they know how fragile humanity is. And I, I just, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I just that thought me- also like, I'm just full disclosure, never been a fan of Andrew Garfield. Not like not a fan of Andrew Garfield. Yeah. I just, don't know. Yeah. I don't have any feelings. Guys yeah. have had no zero feelings one way or another. Right. right. And that was like one of those times where he, seeing, seeing him talk so like openly and yes, emotionally about his experience and like his very human experience of losing his mom. Oh no, I'm going to cry. And, and his, and channeling that into his work experience and like how the two things like helped him move forward. Fuck man. It was so beautiful. And I was like, Oh, I loved it. Also haven't watched it yet. I know Renee is in tick, tick, boom, but Sarah Bareilles loved it. Said it's Fucking amazing. So I so I think it's a good uh watch this weekend, maybe. Yeah, you're gonna watch it. I mean, I don't really watch anything, but I might. You, you know do, I, you have watched things. I think thing I that ships it. Do you see this TV behind me in my bedroom? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work. Um okay. this is in this rental. I, I don't know how to turn it on. And okay. I'm so tired, Casey, and I'm working so much on this TV show. Yeah. And you know this because we tried the experiment last week, whatever. And I, like, if I could lie in bed and watch, put something on. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But you you just can't right now. And so then, and so then I'm relegated to like being out in the public spaces of this apartment in which mostly it's just Mr. Beast videos. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Here's what I'm going to say. Golden age of television. Ask me what I know about Carl Jacobs, Mr. Beast, the dream SMP. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I'm having a very different experience because I'm trying to like connect with my little one and my teen. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like not watching the like, golden age of television shit, but also like, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> like, I don't think like television's ever been bad. Can I be honest? No. It's like, never been bad. No, it's never been bad. So like we I chose to make our lives in it because yeah. it's so fucking great. 
Somebody today told me how much Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon are making on um, the morning show. I was about to say, yeah, TV, the TV show on the, t- on the TV show, the TV show. Yeah. Um, and I got like, dizzy. like, I did get dizzy. That's exactly what I got. I got dizzy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of money. And th- listen, they're amazing. They're uh, Billy Crudup is doing some incredible acting in the morning show. He's wildly talented. They're all wildly talented, but yeah, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird life, right? It's a weird life to just be paid so massively for doing something that, you know, that you love and that you probably would do for free. I don't know. I wouldn't do it for free, for sure. (laughs) You wouldn't? No. If you were like a librarian somewhere and you, do you think Uh, like if that had been your path, would you be like involved in community theater or do you, is it just all business? I can't, I can't think, I can't think about it. You love it. You would 100% do it. I'd be honestly, you know what I would do? What? I'd be making Mr. Beast videos. <laughs> I would be like, I would literally be like a fucking vlogger, YouTuber. Like I would like do that. Yeah. I would do that. Yeah. Oh my God. Wait. Also, by the way, just been talking about the national dog show. Cause I was like working with Purina to like right. announce the national dog show this past couple weeks with Gina. And so then I was like, I've been thinking because I love the national dog show. For yeah. real. Like this is IRL. This is not, yeah. Purian is not paying me to talk about it on this yeah. podcast. Everybody loves the national dog show except for like two assholes. Cause it's the fucking, right. Because it's the fucking best. And if you're yeah. like an asshole and you're like, eh, the dog shit, like then you're lying. You're lying. You're lying. <laughs> I am going to say you're lying. But it made me start thinking about also how much like traditionally I love to, watch best in show and I haven't watched it for a few years so good I mean the fucking best so then I was like oh my god last night I was hanging with cricket and I was like oh my god we have to watch best in show I'm like cricket you're really gonna think it's funny meanwhile cricket really thinks barb and star is funny you know what I mean like cricket's like so funny no but I just mean it's it is so funny but it's very mature and adult yeah yeah and cricket is cricket's like on the ball it's like but Cricket's like, this is some funny shit, right? Yeah. This is why I bring it up because I'm I'm comparing apples to apples. Yes. Fucking comedic genius to comedic genius, right? Yes. So I'm like, you're going to love Best in Show. Well, I did forget that, the, and maybe you don't remember this either. The whole opening, the whole opening of Best in Show is... Parker Posey and Michael Hitchcock's characters, who you know are like the married car- the married couple with the braces. Yeah, they both have the, the braces. Brain. And they have the giant dog. Yes. And the opening like three and a half minutes is them in a therapist's office talking about how their dog is depressed because she witnessed them having sex. <laughs> and and like and and Parker Posey like with tears streaming down her face, explaining the sexual position that they were in. And I was just like, oh, Jesus. Because that was like, not what I thought the beginning of the movie was. Right. You know what I mean? And right. like, and like, if you're watching, you guys know, if your parents or whatever, if you're watching a movie with kids that like that scene happens 15 minutes in, you could like, it's kind of like you can just like pretend it didn't happen, kind of. Send them for a snack. 
Right. Like, do you need to pee? Go get me. Whatever. This was, I was trying to hook the, I was trying to tell Cricket how much she was going to love Best in Show. And then she was just like, I don't even understand. And I was like, oh God. Yeah. Let's just turn it off. Let's turn it off. Oh my God. I went on this podcast, Gutting the Sacred Cow, um, to talk about a movie that everyone loves that I hate. And I talked about um, how much I hate the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And so it was their Thanksgiving week episode. And they were like, this is going to cause a firestorm. It's going to burn down the internet. And pretty much all anyone has messaged me is, yes, I agree. I hate that movie. I'm going to tell you, I've never seen it. I mean, I have, but I haven't seen it in like a million years. I don't know. It's terrible. It's I just John remember. Hughes. I love every person in it. And I love John Hughes, but it's just a terrible movie. It's just, it's very phoned in, in my opinion. Michael McKeon is in it and he doesn't even have a joke. He just plays like a straight ahead police officer. I'm trying to think what controversial movie I hate. Like, or not controversial. Like what movie everybody loves that I'm like, I don't get it. Well, The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> no, I love The Wizard of Oz, weirdly. <laughs> um, La La Land. Oh, yeah. I think I think people had feelings about that. I guess. But at the time, I felt very on an island when I was like, no, 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 I like that. I love that. <laughs> like, I just was like, like, just like agreeing with people. No, 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 no. But like, it, yeah, I really fucking hated that movie. It's really so it must like be it. so hard when you're an actor and you're like not into like a contemporary movie because I'm sure people are like, well, you probably just wish you were in it. And then you're like, no, but I just really have like a valid critique of this film. But yeah, I can't even remember my valid critiques of that film. One of them was like, why would anyone do a one woman show? that was like that was like the number one reason like i was like what yeah and why is and why are like why are we insisting that like 26 year old dudes are into jazz they're just like yeah that ryan gosling is some old grizzled jazz man and he was he's just not he's not he's a child and explaining jazz to john legend so weird i mean like it's weird i don't love that i don't love that thing i mean there are definitely movies that i wished i had been in for sure but i but those movies i don't like bridesmaids there you go wished i test i did like a little chemistry screen test for it with a bunch of the ladies that are in the movie and Uh. i am not well, I mean, uh, all of them. I think all. Yeah. I think I did it with all of them, except. Oh for wow! So you must that have gotten I didn't kind get of. <laughs> you must have gotten kind of close. Well, no. Uh, yeah, I think I did, but I also think it like didn't make any. I think that my participation in it didn't really in in the way that I was doing it didn't make any sense. Yeah, because it was for the Melissa McCarthy part. Right. Right. So it was just like clearly Melissa's journey. Right. That was not my journey. Is all I'm right. saying. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it would have, there's a lot of blonde ladies in that movie. I think that would have been probably part of their consideration. I don't know. I think Melissa McCarthy is like exceptionally fucking hilarious. Oh my God. Like, She's the best. It makes no, and it, and it just was like, there's no question. It was her, and it like was that's her role. The, it was her role. And there was, that was really the only role that age wise and whatever I, I right. could have been right for do you know what i mean sure and i did have a really bizarro take on it but yeah it wasn't 
It's not Melissa. When you're in a movie or a TV show, when you've been cast and you got the job, do you ever think of all the people, the other people that wanted it? Or no. is that like not but even I for a second? D- no, not for a second. But um, a couple times I've heard from the people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's fucking weird. Because um, I would never dream of reaching out to somebody on, in, a, in a part that like I had auditioned for and been like, you know, I got down to the wire for that. Glad it's you. Kick ass. Like it's such a weird. They just want to like, let so you know. It's so weird that they got yeah. down to the wire for it. Right. Which I in and that way, they're available if you should happen to poop your pants on a float, kick it, yeah, fall down some stairs. Guys, I'm ready to. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm happy to make my exit. You know what I mean? I have a point about people calling when you get a job or whatever. Um, Which is can, this is uh, just a little tip. It's like a little life hack. I think mm-hmm. that will serve you well. When um, someone gets a job that maybe you were interested in or something that's like in the realm of what you're interested in, don't Mm -hmm. contact that person and say, how'd you get that? Oh, yeah. Well, I've literally had that happen. (laughs) That happens a lot. And it is the rudest question. It's fucking insane. How'd you get that? Um, I don't know. But Casey, we've told this story on the podcast, haven't we? The guy that came in to interview... Yes, the guy that came in to interview for a job on Busy Tonight. And he said, so to me, to me, not to Casey Casey sitting with me, but to me, says to me, so how did you get this job? Like that, like uh, incredulous. So how did you get this job? And I was like, I came up with it and they wanted to do this show, sir. And you're sitting in this room across from us asking us for a fucking job on this show so maybe change your fucking tone of voice. <laughs> oh my God. I was just um, rereading through some old stuff today. And remember <laughs> when you um, when you honored Elizabeth Banks, your friend Elizabeth Banks, when she received that award? Yes. And so it's like, It's like an award ceremony that's centered around one person, Elizabeth Banks. And Busy was basically like the person selected to honor her friend and colleague, Elizabeth Banks. And so you asked me to help write a speech. And then um, (laughs) the guy that was like working on the ceremony or whatever sent us. He was like, I'm just sending you last year's as an example. Because James Corden is a talk show host and a trained comedian yeah because so james gordon is a talk show host and a trained comedian maybe you'll get some ideas maybe you'll get some ideas is what the man <laughs> said to us in the fucking email and i was like i am this is by the way banks and i i've known i've known liz for a million years and i was like um this was the year i had a late night talk show i was like sir i'm I'm sure it's not on your radar, <laughs> but our late night talk show, Busy Tonight, premiered in October, and <laughs> it's currently January, and I think we'll be okay. Thank you, though, for we that. We made it like the beginning of the speech, just being like, how, first of all, how do you even become a trained comedian? Does James Corden have like a brown belt in comedy? Oh my God, I fully forgot that we spent the first like three minutes roasting the fucking guy who sent us the email. He's my God, a- where is that fucking speech? 
by the way, that speech killed. I had people coming up to me after that, after that thing that were like, that was the greatest thing I've ever seen. You know what, motherfuckers? You may, you've made mistakes by not asking me to host the Golden Globes or the, which are bullshit anyway, or the Emmys or any of your other fucking Even bullshit awards. Independent spirit. Independent because I would bring the heat. <laughs> I bring it. That not was, afraid that was a really good speech it was really funny i read it today and it was so the roasting the guy <laughs> was the best please part. send it to me so i can see it because you know yeah. i'll never find it on my fucking computer <laughs> um <laughs> so funny but and that speech was amazing it was like great <laughs> oh my god so uh, funny guys do you understand wait just to be, to be clear comedian. to be clear to be clear i had a talk show I was asked <laughs> by my friend Elizabeth Baines <laughs> to give the speech to honor her at this big the the what's his name the Western guy what was the name of the guy Will, Will Rogers. Rogers the Will Rogers Motion Picture Academy Fund like person of the year was Liz Elizabeth Banks it was only like the third time a woman had gotten it right like there had been like more men named Bro Robert had gotten the um yes than women have received that particular <laughs> award. But anyway, they asked, asked the people that run the thing, asked, reached out to me and asked me and then sent a follow-up email attaching a video of James Corden's speech from the previous year in to case I wanted us. to see, to help me in case I wanted to see what a trained comedian, <laughs> a talk show host and trained comedian <laughs> did in the space. And I was like, Nope, we're good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I mean, Thank that's so no much. shade to James Corden. It's just... No, no, no. I he mean... trained so fucking hard. He trained <laughs> within an inch of his goddamn life to be a comedian. You know what I mean? And the jury's still out. <laughs> he went to, uh, you know, comedy college. The uh... he, went to he went to clown college. He went to clown college. <laughs> A trained comedian. That made me laugh so hard. I'm a trained comedian. Mm. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. It's still, I can't believe I almost forgot about that. I can't believe I almost forgot about the, <laughs> the ways in which we have been insulted together and separately. And separately. Over the, the last many decades of our lives is... Truly stag, I would say staggering, staggering. Yeah, yeah. And like, here's the thing: we know it's not just us. We know it's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. But that was a good speech, and you did kill it. And it was, uh, it was a good speech, if I do say so, my fucking self. <laughs> we wrote a lot of good things. And remember when we would end the show every night with a rap? <laughs> Okay, okay. Back to the National Dog Show by <laughs> You probably won't know this because... No, you won't. You won't. How could one, you? One person listening will know this because Maybe I believe one. a listener of the podcast is a producer on that show. Is that true? 
I believe so. Yes. <laughs> and so, sir, we love you. You're amazing. But Busy was doing a round of press last week for, for uh, the National Dog Show uh, presented by Purina. Presented by Purina. And so that means like you sit in a room and she had Gina Linetti with her mm-hmm. and they train cameras on you and then they beam in like anchors from around the country to like talk to you. Yeah, and- it's like mostly morning shows. Like if you're uh, if you're a person who like turns on the television in the morning to your local news station and you see like all of the little reports like yeah and if there's ever like for instance Andrew Garfield on there or me talking yes. about the national dog show that's like I've been sitting in a room for eight hours and I just go through like across the country but by the way you go east to west right yes so you follow you, the because the time. Yeah, you follow the time zones and you just do these live hits um, from a little studio in Midtown Manhattan, <laughs> and uh, and you just do like morning show after morning show after morning show after morning show. Yeah, and so I did an interview that. With, how did lo- you get? How did it get sent to you? I think it was just like it got like picked up, so it was like in a Google alert or whatever. Did it? I have like a Google alert for uh-huh. yeah, so it like came to my inbox like Busy Phillips. But Gurian Gurian got it too, right? I or sent did it you to send you guys. To oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. But um, the <laughs> the lovely anchors, so lovely, were interviewing you and, about and the very complimentary. Yes, very sweet ladies. Um, but then. One of the anchors said, you know what I miss? How on your show, how you used to rap. And I was like, and and I just, my face, my face just goes, I go, do I like go away for a second? Like I went, it was like, I was like in a fugue state. I think I'd like left my body. You said, did I? I was like, (laughs) no, I literally was like, did, did I? Huh. Did like, I rap on that show? I almost was like, in, in a world, like, after the last, I'm not even kidding you, Casey, after, like, the last fucking two years of my life, <laughs> if you told me, like, oh, Busy, you did a full fucking, full-blown rap <laughs> on that show every, almost every night, you don't remember that? And I would be like, well, could you show it to me? No, I don't, but I believe you that I did it. Like, I couldn't, I don't know what's real anymore. Do you? Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I mean. Did, I had the fucking moment when she said it to me where I was like, huh, okay. <laughs> I'm glad you like my rapping. And then they were like, and also we're really excited to see you in season two of Girls 5 Eva. And I was like, now I just don't, I don't even know where to go with this. I was like, uh-huh, okay, well. I I do feel like I left my body for that interview. I was feeling a little bit like you had okay. to disassociate for a second. I was just, just because, I was like, disassociating. There's too many choices. Like, <laughs> is it the right thing to like correct this woman no. live on air? Like, Miss, I love you. You're so lovely. Um, I never rapped on Busy Tonight, and it's Girls Five Eva. Or do you, are you just like, yes, I get it. There's so they have to research so many segments. They can't keep all of the information in their brain. They're just trying to also, have a conversation. Like, she obviously did like that's not a thing that anyone would put on research. So she obviously did watch the show like at least once, and she remembered for some reason the Good Night Lullaby song. And made it a a rap. And she made it a rap. And you were like, I did sing a song and there was like a little rhyme and like a we did like a little rhyme. 
I was trying to be helpful. I was trying to be helpful. I was trying to be helpful. Oh my god, it made me laugh so hard. But um, but listen, what? Very complimentary. So you can't, you know, good reviews of of the rap and here's what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say. I'm. I have never stood behind my rapping. You know. But <laughs> if your rapping made a difference to just one person and it was just that, one person that morning that- show, <laughs> I feel like I have a lot to be thankful for this year. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what a total fucking insane <laughs> life we lead. Listen. Also, I love, I don't know. I'm just looking at this rundown that Casey sent me. People are freaking out because Kamala spent $600 on cookware in Paris. A $375 pop might have been Le Creuset. Like, did people forget how easily we forget that the um, ex-president had a golden toilet? (laughs) Also, like, I am not a rich bitch and I have Le Creuset. And also someone fucking stole a piece of my Le Creuset and whoever has my yellow pepper Le Creuset. I, uh, I'm going to find you and I'm going to find it. I'm going to tell you something that might blow your mind. What? I've lost multiple Le Crusettes to potlucks. Never gotten them back. And that's it. It haunts me. It haunts brutal haunts me. I don't know where the fuck they are. I have, they're gone. I have a tomato, a, I had a yellow pepper and a pumpkin and someone helped themselves to the yellow pepper at some point. Maybe it was a potluck. I'm telling you a potluck is where it all goes down. Don't you goddamn dare bring your Lee Crusette to a potluck. You can bake it in the Lee Crusette and then you transfer that bitch and you do not show tin foil, buy a thing at smart and final. You do not show up to, any potluck, guys, if I can, if you learn one thing from this podcast, it's that I am an exceptional rapper and that <laughs> you should not ever, you never bring a Le Crusette to a secondary location. You're right. You're that right. That is it. This Ugh. is, this is the most valuable lesson you could learn today. You it never makes- bring an expensive pot to a secondary location, guys. Just don't do it. Vice President Kamala Harris knows that. She's not going to bring that Lakers no. anywhere. And honestly, she fucking earned it. And everybody, like, deserves the right to have, like, To nice cook in a nice pan. French pots. I love them. Come on. I love on. those fucking pots. And I love the, I love the outlets. The Le Creuset yeah. outlets. Yeah. I'll do and it she all. Like, and by the way, you're in Paris. You're get in Paris. La, get a Le Creuset. From the source. Get it from the source. Thank you. It's a souvenir. You'll think of your trip every time when you're cooking something nice, which is very down to earth. So just Also, by the way, at $375 pot, I bet you that in America, it's like a $500 pot because of, you know, import and taxes and stuff. She like just literally, you guys think about the fact that Kamala had to roll her underwear and socks and put it inside the pot and then roll her slacks around it inside her suitcase. Do you think that's what she did? That's what I would have done. Yeah. She I would have like did. packed it within my suitcase, like with like my clothes all around it. She probably did. 
I maybe would have put my toiletries inside. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a way to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm a classic for getting one precious souvenir and wrapping it up in my clothes. And don't tell me that I can't. ZocDoc. ZocDoc's amazing. Agree. It's an app. You can compare doctors by their ratings, read reviews from real patients. No matter what kind of doctor you're looking for, you will find the doctor you need and the one that's right for you on ZocDoc. When you need a doctor, you need a doctor now, not in a few days or weeks and definitely not in a few months. I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but I have had that happen where they're like, great, so the specialist can see you in three months. And you're like, well, by that point, my knee will have fallen off. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I mean, for me, like there's so much anxiety around medical stuff and just the amount of friction that I can reduce in actually making an appointment and getting to that appointment as quickly as possible while I have the momentum to do it is so important. And ZocDoc is like my best friend when it comes to making those really important appointments and just getting right in to see a great doctor. And I found the best doctors on ZocDoc. Yeah. You just download the free ZocDoc app. It's the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. Um, And it also is great when you're traveling, guys. I'm just going to tell you that. This is our Thanksgiving episode. Yes. A lot of people presumably back on the roads, I've seen the news reports, back traveling for the holidays. You're going to be visiting your your families. You're going to be away from your homes. You don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. You get that ZocDoc. Have it already installed on your phone and ready to go. Ready to go, guys. Go to ZocDoc.com slash doing her best and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. We're two of them. Um, ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. And we've already said it on this podcast today. Healthcare is made way more difficult than it ever should be. And that's one of the reasons, one of the huge reasons why we love ZocDoc so much. So now is the time to prioritize your health. Go to ZocDoc.com slash doing her best and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash doing her best. Guys, I'm going to talk to you about something. It's a little weird at first, (laughs) but I am so into it and I use it on set and now I've got everybody on board and it's called bite. 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 Like I'm going to bite you. Yeah. I'm not going to bite you. I'm going to bite this little toothpaste pill. (laughs) A little tablet, a little toothpaste it's a little tablet. tablet. Okay, sure, sure, sure. You pop it in your mouth, you bite down, and you brush your teeth. It foams up just like regular toothpaste, but there's no plastic tube, no messy paste. It's able to sort of travel with you. This is why I love it on set. Like you can keep you can keep them in your purse, you know, in like a little container. In like a little, I have like a little metal container, and yeah. I can bring like if I'm going somewhere for three days, six little dots. Instead of that huge, dumb, plastic toothpaste tube that just ends up in a landfill or the in our oceans. Fish don't brush their teeth. No, they don't want that plastic. 
They don't like it. They're like, get this out of my guts. One billion plastic toothpaste tubes are thrown out every year. That's 50 Empire State Buildings worth of plastic. That's gross. I'm clo- I can see the Empire State Building from here. That's too big. That's too much plastic. That's too many, that's too many plastic tubes. I am trying to find ways to reduce plastic waste in my daily routines, but I also am trying to find ways to just like streamline the stuff I carry with me. Yes. And the things that I have on my person and when I'm traveling, like what I have to, and what you say is exactly right. This is why I love it on set. This is why it's my new favorite thing. Just anywhere. Yes. It's like kind of chic, I have to say. Yes. And sometimes when you're making a decision to try to like reduce waste, very often for me, those products are disappointing or just kind of weird. Bite is neither. It's amazing. It gets my teeth incredibly clean. Mm-hmm. And it's made with clean ingredients, no harsh chemicals, sulfates, or artificial dyes or flavors ever. Sustainability and clean ingredients are at the center of everything they do. They're carbon neutral, certified carbon neutral, cruelty-free, vegan, and palm oil free. And all the packaging and shipping materials are refillable, recyclable, or home compostable. Listen, all I'm saying is try it out and see what you think. Byte is offering our listeners 20% off your first subscription order. Go to trybyte.com slash best or use our code best at checkout to claim the deal. That's T-R-Y-B-I-T-E dot com slash best. You know what? What? I'm really sick of COVID. I know. (laughs) I know. And I really wish we could just like travel and see things. And I'm really sick of poverty. (laughs) Yeah. For everybody. Yeah. Imagine how poor people feel. I bet they're very sick of it. I know. We got to do. I mean, but that's what I mean. I mean, like, I'm sick of it for everyone. Like, I'm sick of like, I'm sick of all this. I don't know. I'm just sick of it all. It's just, you know, every every time you think that we're like turning a little corner, there's just a million other things to be concerned about. And did you see Dollar Tree is raising all its prices to $1.25? Which I'm like, okay. But like then I hope that that means like more living wages for people that work at Dollar Tree. I like, hope so too. I have someone in my life that works at a Dollar Tree and I'm sure they would like a raise. You know, it just, um, yeah, it's it's a fucking lot. And I just feel like capitalism has chewed up and spit out so many people in my life, I'm sure in your life, in all of our For lives. Sure. And it's just like, gosh, I'm hopeful that things are getting better, but... It's hard. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. It's hard because it feels like... It does feel like any step forward, you get like punched in the face and then it's not like a step back. It's like a block and a half. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And even like seeing online some people like... Yeah, like about Ahmad Aubrey saying like justice at last. I'm like, 
I mean, no. And right. why? Like, I don't want to celebrate this. I'm right. not going to, because fuck that. This yeah. is beautiful human is not alive anymore. Right. Oh, fuck that. Right. It's not justice. It's like, it's not even any, like, it's just senseless. I guess it's just senseless, right? It's, it's senseless because people can make an argument that like, this is progress and this is a turn away from like the direction that we've been going in. But like, why does Ahmad Arbery have to give his life in the name of progress just on a day when he was trying to go for a jog? Ugh, you know, why does, yeah. why does he have to be any type of lesson, <sighs> any type of lesson for people to learn that, oh, there are consequences when you murder an innocent man who just tried to go for a jog. Like what he doesn't, he never deserved any part of that. No. Never deserved it. No. Well, okay. I'm going to switch gears slightly. Okay. Okay. Because you know what we have not discussed? What we're doing our best at this week? Was that yeah. what you were well, going to we say? No, it wasn't what I was going to say. But oh. yeah, you're right. What were you going to say? I'm not, my, I'm not doing my best at sticking to the theme, clearly. Well, well. I was going to say we didn't discuss the scene that they released from the upcoming show that our friend Gloria Calderon Kellett <gasps> yes. created and executive produced that one Bertie Silverstein is in a couple episodes of. Yes. And they released a scene and I and glad because it was the it was um trans awareness week. Yeah. And um glad got like a sneak peek of that's a scene of Bertie and Isis Kang, the incredible Isis Kang, and they posted the whole thing. And it was wild. I didn't know that was happening. Uh, so I was just like randomly at work. Yeah. And I and looked it, online <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, like Gloria posted it, like reposted yeah. it and it popped yeah. up and I watched it and cried. Of course. I mean, it's it was so wonderful. wild. Yeah. But also the scene was so cool. And I showed the scene, there's um <clears throat> one of... Like a PA that that I'm that I'm close with on the, the show is non-binary. Yeah. And I showed them the scene and they got emotional and they Aww. were just like, they're a younger person. And they were just like, I can't believe that's like gonna be on a real show. Yeah. Like that's so fucking cool. Yeah. And I don't know. And I wrote that caption to my thing just saying like, Brie is not here to teach me or anyone anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just so grateful the kid is here and that they just are able to exist in themselves so fully. Yeah. Because I think it does in the way that they are. Like, I think it does actually, I think it is actually really Im impressive. Yeah. That's so exciting. So myself about my own child. <laughs> <laughs> That's so exciting. Well, as a counterbalance to what we were saying about sort of feeling like, oh gosh, it's so much. We have been really lucky to see a lot of firsts in our lifetimes. Mm -hmm. Things that we never, ever thought that we would see. Honey, so things I didn't even know. I right. didn't fucking know. 
Right. So that is to be celebrated when it happens and to be commemorated and remembered. And like, yeah, I just, it would be so great if we could just keep moving forward without sliding backward. It's the slides back that make me feel crazy. Yes. It's the slides back that make you feel like you've been gaslit. Like, and it's the slides back that make you realize that like you're in a codependent, abusive relationship with America. Yeah. Well, I guess the gaslighting is like that it is a slide back because the truth is it's not a slide back. It's, it's where we've always back. it's, it's what it where is. we've always it is been. what it is. It is what it is. Right, right, right. It's just when it's brought to our attention in, in such a such a major way. It's a lot. So congratulations to Birdie. That's I'm so excited exciting. for the bird. There's a premiere in LA. I'm very much hoping that I'm going to be able to make it and also eat cauliflower nachos. (laughs) (laughs) However. While crying on the sidewalk at Petty However, I am not going to lie. I may not be able to make it because girls forever. But it's on everyone's radar. Everyone wants me to make it. We're going to try. Everybody's trying. Although then I was like, maybe I shouldn't, maybe Birdie should just like do it by themselves, you know? Like maybe I don't, maybe I shouldn't, but I think they want me there. They do want me there. I know they want me there. They've told me they want me there. Yeah. Birdie. Yeah. Well, I hope it'll work out. That would be a good thing. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like the nachos are like on par with, (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Guys, it doesn't matter. Birdie doesn't listen to the podcast. So it's not like, <laughs> that's a joke just for us because we get it. It's not real. You know, it's not real. You know, I'm like the most proud of my fucking kid. But <laughs> also, that's, I, do love, I do love those nachos. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, okay. What are you doing your best at this week? Not a lot. It hasn't not, happened yet. You're going to... You're going to not poop your pants in the parade and that will be your the your best. I mean, I don't know. There is something. There's something there. There is something there. I know there's something there. Right. Obviously. There's got to be something there. I know there's something there that I did my best at. You know what I did my best at? You know what? <laughs> oh my God. I almost just fell out of this chair. I saw um, <clears throat> No, you didn't, Casey. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that should be our, that's our Mr. Beast video. <laughs> um, okay. Here's what I did my best at. Last Monday on set, I was like, the, did I tell you this part? The morale? Free stuff Fridays? Did I tell you this? No. I didn't? No. Okay. I felt like, I feel like the morale of our crew was like kind of low. And part of that was because COVID makes it really hard to do the normal things that you do to like have fun on sets. Right. Like normally you do, like there's like all this stuff you can do. Right. (laughs) Like, like you bring like a pie contest or like, you know what I mean? Like there's like all these things, but like, yeah, it's COVID. we can't do that shit. Like, and right. we can't even really, <laughs> like, we really can't, can't even, even like, like eat together. No, we really can't. So 
it's kind of like been not a bummer. Most of the crew, like we worked together last year. We're all excited, but it's just like the days drag on because there's it's nothing, all business. Yeah. It's all business. There's no like fun, like pizza cart coming or whatever. You know right. what I mean? More, basically what I'm saying is that it's all food based, but, um, but anyway, so last week I was like, we need to do something. We need to just do something. And, you know, on a lot of sets, you do this like $5 Fridays, which is like everybody chips in five bucks and then you pick out one and then the person takes the pot home from the crew. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like a tradition on sets, okay? Yeah. Or like $20 Fridays or whatever. So I was like, we can do that. And then I was like, but you know what might be fun though too? It's like, because a lot of people haven't been working for, you know, it's been hard. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I get these things sent to me, right? From brands and like cool shit sometimes. Yeah. You know, you never know what's going to show up. Right. And they're hoping that I like post about it, whatever. Right. I was like, I'm going to do free shit Fridays. And so we started like a free raffle. You get, everybody gets like six raffle tickets and there are six items of free shit. And you can choose to put all of your tickets in one thing if you really want it or whatever. And I was a little bit embarrassed by it. Cause I'm like, I'm putting myself out there to be like, I'm an asshole. Like I get this stuff sent to me for free. You know what I mean? You're, but you're, yeah, it's not, but you know what I'm saying? No, no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, a little bit. I'm like, Hey guys, this is the shit I don't want, but like, it's kind of like, but it's not that it's like, it's cool stuff. You have enough stuff. You don't, I have enough stuff. I don't need more stuff. And, um, and everybody loved it. People were really excited about it. And like people Uh, got amped for free stuff Friday. And then we pulled the raffle. It was a really, 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 it was like one of the hardest work end of the weeks like first of all the episode that we filmed last week was like one of the hardest episodes logistically and also just like technically and like there was and there was like weird shit like like compounding the difficulty like um wardrobe makeup and hair things too you know what I mean right it was just like really hard it was a hard week and everybody was exhausted and we were at the end of three in a row and we're right before Thanksgiving and anytime you're like about to break for any, you know, everybody, yes. that's like any the wheels come off in. and you're just, we also, it's like senioritis. It's like anytime yeah. you're like, Oh, I get, I'm not going to have to come to work next week. So people are like ready to go. <laughs> like they're just yeah. like checked out. Like, but people really loved free stuff Friday oh, and good. they had a lot of fun with the raffle and we like pulled good winners and like people got stuff and they were super excited about it. And I felt so like, Oh my gosh, that's so fun. And I was just like, every every Friday from now on, we're doing Free Stuff Friday. And I said to Sarah, Sarah was like, <laughs> Sarah Burrell is so cute. She's like, I don't really get sent free stuff. And I was like, Sarah, you have free stuff. I was like, how much merch do you have? Right. Of your, own, your own fucking merch. How many, like bring in an album and sign it. Or bring in three, bring in all of your albums and sign them. Like, I would be super stoked. I would put my Apple tickets in that. Like I'd be super excited to have all of your vinyl, you know, like all of your albums on vinyl or whatever. Also brands, if you're listening to this, send free shit to Sarah Bareilles. She totally deserves it of all the celebrities. Yeah, no, she really does. She's an angel. Same with Renee, same with Paula. But anyway, I just also thought like it was just, 
Yeah, it's just such a fun. I th- that's I feel really like fun. Andy Cohen t- used to do that. He too. did. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so. Well, I, I got okay. a I got a laptop one time. Well, now I don't feel so special. No, you should feel special. I gave away like pizza sauce. Come on. He happened to have a laptop that he didn't need, and I happened to get lucky, and I won it for one, of, and I gave it to one of my kids for school. That's so lucky. But also, when I worked for Dave Letterman, he wasn't like an influencer, and it wasn't the same thing, but he got so much free shit, and he would put it in this conference room, and we called it the prize wonderland, and whenever you had done something above and beyond, or were having like a crappy day, we'd be like, go into the prize wonderland and like get yourself, uh, you know, whatever. What's really cute is that Jenny Hutt, you know, from the Sirius XM, she has like a radio yes, show. Yes, Jenny. Yeah, she's really sweet. She has this brand of reading glasses called Bunny Eyes that oh, she invented. I love those. They yes, like flip yes. down. And so I was talking to her, like doing an interview about us on the float and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was telling her, this was last week, and I was telling her about Free Stuff Fridays. And she sent me like a giant box of her bunny eyes. And I was like, oh, I can just, I'll just, anyone can have, like she sent me so many that I can just put them out and say like, if anyone needs cute reading glasses that like flip down, here they are, which is so cute. I didn't realize she invented those. Yes. Those are her, it's her company. Like she made, she invented it because she was constantly wearing her reading glasses, like down on the tip of her nose, like. And she was like, "Ugh, I just wish they would flip down. That's genius. Yeah, it's pretty smart. I mean, I already really respected her before, but now. (laughs) It's a new level. I'm like knocked out. That's a good product. Yeah, it's a great product. And she just gave me a ton for all my crew. Oh, so that's nice. so exciting. Yeah, I think that's very so, sweet. I think that's so cool. And like, by the way, it's a lot of effort to like gather up all the stuff that like, it's a lot of effort going back to Michaela Nagara, my favorite makeup influencer. She does these videos where she's like, has these piles of packages. And like, I've been to your house when you have piles of packages, I get like seven packages a day and I'm like, oh my God, I have like, after working for Dave Letterman, that was like a huge part of my day was opening packages. It causes me so much anxiety. It's a lot of effort to like hold stuff aside for someone special and like have a raffle. I think that's really nice and cool. And like, by the way, now I want you to record the drawing because I want to see people having fun and and winning stuff on Fridays. I know, but I didn't want it's it wasn't like about me, like giving myself props for giving. No, but I just my free stuff away. I know it was really fun. And especially like um, my on set dresser, Courtney, really want I had like a cool pair of sunglasses from a fancy brand that had been sent to me. And she was like really wanted them. Yeah. And I fucking randomly picked her ticket. That's so nice. That's great. Witchy. So witchy. Yeah. I love that. I love that. When we used to do it at watch what happens live, like not once a week, by the way, it was like, quarterly maybe but you know what I always loved about it is that every time when somebody was really like excited like you were just saying about Courtney or whatever and someone else won something they would nine times out of ten they'd be like you should have it you really wanted it but everybody had to go through the charade of drawing it yeah I like that I like that too I like the I like the camaraderie of like people rooting for one another to get the stuff that like yeah like 
We were talking about, I went to dinner with um, our friends, Paul F. Tompkins and Jeannie Haddad. I saw the picture. Yeah, I wasn't jealous. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And um, we were talking about how we should have a white elephant swap after the holidays so that we can like re-gift things that we might not necessarily need. Because usually people have them like a secret Santa or a white elephant like prior to Christmas. But we were like, this year, let's do it after. That's so smart. There was a whole thing where Paul thought that it did happen after, and we had to explain to him that it didn't. Doesn't, but, doesn't happen after. Yeah. Um, Casey, what are you doing your best at this week? And then I have to go to bed because I got to wake up super early to get on a float. <laughs> well, I'll make it quick. Um, listen, I was uh, taking a shower, washing my armpit, found a lump in my armpit. I thought it was a zit at first. Uh, it was not, it was a persistent lump in my armpit. And that is normally the kind of thing that would like really just send me down, uh, an anxiety hole. And I don't have a doctor since I moved to LA. You know, I was still like being treated by my old doctor who's was on the East coast and we were doing like telehealth and everything, but this made me decide it's time to get a new doctor which I was able to do. Uh, And I went to this highly reviewed woman, Dr. Irina Jasper, who I just am obsessed with her now. I love her. She was so amazing and so welcoming and made it seem so easy just to be a nice, comforting doctor. And um, Mm -hmm. I was scared to death. And that's ordinarily the kind of thing that I just would have sat on for like a month and been like, what should, you know, like, sure what should I do? I'm scared to know the answer of this. And uh, she was great. The reason I'm saying this, I don't know the results yet. I have to go get um, an ultrasound and they weren't able to get me in really quickly for the ultrasound. So I still have to go get this ultrasound. But the useful part is, is that she said that she has been seeing patients that have um, swollen lymph nodes after being vaccinated. She said that they're not even doing mammograms on women until after six weeks post-vaccination because they're seeing swollen lymph nodes every once in a while. Oh, so that's a really good, helpful tint. It's a helpful tint and it's also a helpful hint. It's a helpful tip and a helpful hint. Um, Just so you know. So if you find something like that, I'm not going to tell you not to be scared because I was scared. But what I am telling you is that there are. I was also scared. (laughs) I know. I know. I was concerned. Um, but I am glad to know that I didn't, re- you didn't tell me that part because you were saving it for this, but I am gl- glad to know that. Yes. That's helpful information. Yes. And by the way, this lady, Dr. Irina Jasper, I'm going to like keep, I'm going to make it like an Irina Jasper commercial because she sent me to get blood work, you know, just like let's catch up. Mm-hmm. She's a general practitioner. She was like, let's bang out a pap smear while you're here. She did my pap smear. She was like, I'll call you with results, either positive or negative. So expect to hear from me. Don't have a heart attack when the phone rings. And I was like, great. So um, I got this all done yesterday, which is why we couldn't record the podcast on the regular day. We postponed Well, one of the it, reasons. So one of I the reasons. Also, I also had a bunch of shit that I had to do yesterday that were, yeah. weren't as dramatic as yeah. that. But... Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So Dr. Irina, I went, I got my blood work after the appointment 
like in the afternoon and she called this morning already with results being like your blood work looks nearly perfect. There's one little thing that's a little off. Let's adjust that. And, uh, but everything's looking good. And then we'll talk after your ultrasound. So, you know, so I'm working on being less terrified of this stuff. I've had some really negative medical experiences in the past. And I think like being a plus size person, I think you can, anyone out there who's a plus size girl can identify that like some doctors straight up don't fuck with you. Like they'll just, no matter what your complaint is, you could come in with like a sty on your eye and they'll be like, you got to lose 50 pounds before I can talk to you about anything. You know, that's literally happened to me. I know it's happened to a lot of friends, um, but you don't have to put up with that and you can find someone who's better well, than that. you know, did I tell, did I even say this to you about my knee situation? No. Which was that, oh, Which is that I went to like the guy in Los Angeles right after Cricket was born because my knee, my left knee was like swelling and it was really, and I was right after Cricket was born, I was like baby, post baby weight, weight, you know, and he legit was like, looked at my, I got an MRI then and he looked at my MRI and he was like, yeah, I mean, you just, you know, you got bad knees, you got to. Maybe like some cortisone shots or whatever, whatever. And then you guys know, because you listened extensively to the podcast in which I in detail (laughs) tell you about the like genetic sort of situation with my knee and how it's like all messed up. Like he did not, he did not see that. He saw a chubby girl sitting in his office with a knee that hurt and he was like, yeah, I mean, you got, yeah, you got bad knees. That's what's going to, that's what it's going to be. So you should, uh, you know, get some cortisone shots or something. You know what I mean? <sighs> so like, just, I'm just, I'm just saying like, yeah, it happened. It's like, it's very fucking real. Yeah. I had a friend that like broke her arm and went and the doctor, the first thing the doctor told her before getting a cast <laughs> was lose on, some weight. Yeah. Was have no! you thought about losing weight? No. And I'm like, bitch, no. if no. you are <laughs> overweight, you think about so losing sorry. fucking weight every hour of every day. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course, you dumbass. But that has nothing to do with a broken bone, which is pretty pressing, by the way. So that is like, that's a very normal. Oh, my God. The next time, like fat girls have a thread about the way that doctors talk to them. I'll send it to you because you'll be like, you'll just, it'll, I mean, it'll make your no, mind. I know. Explode. Are you kidding? No, I know. I know. No, but I mean, like, I fucking know. I know the stories. It's not just, not just my one experience. Like yeah. I actually, I actually, I'm like, that sucks that that guy told that to me because if I had gotten, something corrective done right six seven years ago you might not be i probably would just be in a very different position right now you know what i mean right and he like so it really yeah it really it does it 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 adds to the we gotta we gotta start our own colony (laughs) There's a sea of people out there that aren't even going to the doctor because they know what they're going to hear, you know, and, and 
none of their other concerns will be addressed because it will be made all about like their pants size or whatever. And I'm telling you that I have felt the same way and I have been treated that way and it's not right. And there are good doctors out there and there are ways to find them and you deserve it. It's important. It's important because you might find a fucking lump in your armpit and you need to go get it checked out. You need to figure out what it is. So you can't be avoiding making the appointment because you're scared. Somebody's going to be like, listen, before we can even talk about that lump in your armpit, have you considered Optifast or whatever the fuck, you know, it's not right. The other day I was walking with my friend and we were like walking through Chinatown and I was like, did I ever tell you about the time when I was um, taking diet pills that were like, for sure giving me major liver damage and I was so skinny and I didn't eat and I didn't sleep for like four months. And my friend was like, no, but that's legit horrifying. And I was like, yeah, it was. It was fucking yeah. horrifying. Yeah. It's horrifying. And skinny. yeah, yeah, of course. Well, in when your liver falls out, you lost two pounds right there, right? <sighs> but yeah, but there are really people that are really exceptional at their jobs. And it was just, it was a pleasure. I was very proud of myself for making the appointment, going, doing it, despite being like, oh God, what is this going to be? Like a whole new experience with a new doctor. Um, my beloved, well, form, you know. I love that she was like, I love that she was wonderful. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm so grateful to her. I got a little choked up saying that I was like scared. She handed me a tissue and we got on with it and it was all great. And she said, it was great to meet you after like, it's so easy to just treat people like people. Mm. Well, tomorrow I'm not going to be a person. I'm going to be an appendage of a peacock on a float. I'm going to be it's, I'm going to be it's, I'm going to be it's left arm wing feather. Well, that's very exciting. So keep an eye out for me, guys. <laughs> well, Have actually, it's already happened by now. Family. Well, maybe. We don't know what they're listening to. We don't know when this is going to be released. Isn't this the morning? A.M.? It might be. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, chances are, if you've listened to this point. Okay. Busy's already gone by <laughs> on the peacock. Whether or not she's pooped her pants, we don't know. I did not poop my pants, guys. We I do we do know. Casey, we know. Have some faith in me. Have some I fucking have all faith, the, dude. I have all the faith. I'm just laying the I'm being a friend to you. I'm laying the groundwork for if you should poop your pants. It's not a big deal. Everyone does sometimes. Busy Phillips predicted on her podcast. I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> now that is a headline. But <laughs> I could get behind. Oh, that's a headline worth printing. That's a headline <laughs> worth printing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, well, right. I hope you I'm have gonna the, go look at I, um, I hope you have the best time. 
uh, really just enjoy yourself. It's going to be so fun. It's such a fun and festive time. And I feel like people are, you know, there's still a pandemic, obviously. I know you're being safe, but I feel like people are really going all out to be celebratory and, you know, because a lot of bad shit is still happening, but we have to be celebratory when we can be together. Yes. And we're not, I'm not celebrating. I'm up on that float. I'm not celebrating pilgrims. I'm celebrating family time. <laughs> Being thankful for my family and friends. And, and for the, and, and, peacock well for sure the peacock but also just my family and friends and for everybody having good health so far Mm. and continuing to have good health and um and that's it that's all right well emily bb is having dinner here because she couldn't make it to you so maybe we'll call you maybe we'll facetime you FaceTime me. Okay. Please. All right. All right. All right. All right. Love you. Happy we love you guys. Happy family tradition day. Baxter happy family. Day. Happy Baxter day, guys. Ha- happy Yala day. <laughs> <laughs> happy Yala day. <laughs> <laughs> happy Yala day is my favorite. Thing. <laughs> happy Yala day. Just honestly, happy holiday. Happy holiday. <laughs> so dumb. Bye. Sleep tight. All right. Bye. I'll talk to you okay, later. Okay. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. Oh, no.